This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. It's the second week of the Australian Open in Melbourne and it's the quarterfinals in the women's draw. I'm delighted to say joining us is our WTA handicapper, uh, Rory Girani over in Madrid. Rory, it's quite cold in Madrid. How are you, mate? All right? Yeah, yeah, just about. Yeah, it's, it's quite chilly. I think it's a bit colder in England, but um, at least it's still clear. It's partly because it's clear. It's a bit sunny, but... Goodness me, it's cold at night at the moment, but uh, we won't have too much more of it and uh, get to March. April will be nice and warm again. So we'll be uh, complaining about the heat when we get to the French Open. But I'm, I oh, tell you what, God, I, yeah. my feet, my feet here, I didn't even, you don't want to talk about my feet, but uh, they're absolutely like ice blocks. It's about minus yeah. five here today. It's absolutely oh, bitter, freezing. Uh, I may have lost my voice a little bit because I was at the Emirates Stadium yesterday cheering on Arsenal win one of the incredible games of football. My son, great game, yeah, there. It was brilliant atmosphere. So, so I'm a bit croaky. That'll be the reason why. Nothing to do with the the, the, the bachelor party on the Saturday. Nothing to do with that. No, nothing game. at no, all. No, no, nothing at all. But uh, I have a little <laughs> bit of a croaky voice. But uh, let's have a look at the tournament as a whole. Uh, the Australian Open. It's been quite. It's been a tough tour. There's no getting away from it. You know, we're, we're not doing. We're not having the best of uh, luck with the results. But let's break down some of our analysis and some of our picks. We've been putting up some really nice prices. The girls have been winning the first set, but they just haven't been getting over the line. It's been really frustrating, Roy. But if you look at our bets, some time I wanted to trade them, they would have been getting out of the position. They would have had a nice position. But every single one of them has given us a tremendous run for our money. Even coming into the tournament, we had the same with the luck. Our luck has got to turn. Yeah, it, it has to at some point. Yeah, I think the last one was especially galling. I had... Uh... Diana Schneider to beat Maria Sakkari and she won the first set and was looking good and then lost. And then, of course, the first time I didn't oppose Sakkari, she lost. She lost to Zhu Lin. Um, and then also we had a heartbreaking third set tie break. Um, Carolina Mukova against uh, Danielle Collins went all the way. And um, yeah, we ended up on the wrong end again. But Luckily, one of my outright picks is still going strong in Jessica yep. Pegula. Um, we've fallen our my other outright right pick, Annette Contivate, and yours, Caroline Garcia, um, both falling to Magna yep. Magda Lynette, which was uh, a bit of a surprise on both counts. But we'll discuss Lynette later because she's in the in the quarterfinals. But uh, as I say, Pegula still going strong, though the player for me, the player to beat is Elena Rybakina. Um, she was superb against Iga Svantec, uh last night. Well, I was um, absolutely gutted because it, I was, that was the night I was at the <laughs> the bachelor party. Yeah, it's the night before last. They, yes. should ne- they say you should never, ever, ever let, you know, let, but you've got to have a bit of a personal life. You know, I, I wanted to night off and I was so keen to beck uh, Rybakina to win that match. 
Um, I think she was about plus 350 or something like that. She was about wow. three, three to one or something. But I saw, I looked at the handicap as well, and I was so close to doing it. But I thought, you know what? I've watched, I've had a lot on, on the football this weekend. I'm just going to have a day off. You know, it's been a busy period. Lo and behold, that that match happened. Anyway, and I, I looked at the scoreline, and, and I was really annoyed myself for not pulling the trigger. But it's a, you know, we spoke. Me and um, myself and Sean Calvert uh, have been talking about this kind of strategy. When the, when a major is going on at the moment, uh, all eyes are on the, the betting odds on the Melbourne and the Australian Open. But there's some value on them. River Keener, especially now, you look at the Wimbledon market, the way she's playing, she's defending Wimbledon champion in a court that she's going to be very suited. Our confidence is getting better and better. Is that something that you'll be looking at? You you know, people looking ahead to the, the future coming Grand Slams? Yeah, definitely. Um, River Keener would be one. I mean, one I would be interested in. Um, another quarterfinalist is Donna Vekic, who... For Wimbledon, certainly. I backed her for Wimbledon last year and she's had a rotten time with injuries last two or three years and short saw her. She beat Frivertova, um overnight and um, she played well. But interesting, she's got a quarterfinal against Sabalenka and I think she's got a shout there. Mm. Uh, we'll, we'll look at the matches in more detail. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, betting on tennis for the last women's tennis for the last 10 years or so always good to look ahead to future slams and you know sometimes the bookies are a bit slow on updating um odds for future slams you know they're too busy looking at the tournament in progress but um you know the australian opens usually a good guide in some ways to wimbledon um, because obviously we've discussed it's got fast courts um us opens a little bit slower but it's still a decent guide for that obviously the french is a totally different kettle of fish but um, yeah, if you're looking, I'd, I'd advise anyone, you know, if, you, if there's anyone that's impressed you at this tournament, have a look at the odds for for Wimbledon. And, and that French, you know, if they've got a good record on clay, have a look at the French, but definitely have a look at Wimbledon and have a look at, uh, at the US Open for, you, you, you might be able to get some nice prices about some players who, you know, once they've cottoned on to the fact that they're in form, they'll be a lot shorter. Yeah, we'll have a look at the some prices that Mike at leaders of the French Open, which is the next major at the end of the show. Um, yeah, I, I, I took two prices on the majors already. I, I bet uh, Sebastian Corda at 66 to 1 for the US Open as he was serving for the match against, match against Daniel Medvedev. And I bet Holger Runa at 25 to 1 for the French Open. So the US, sorry, the US Open for Corda and the French Open for Holger Runa. So I'm in good shape there. So I think we're going to have some big price. It's nice well. to get a position early, isn't it? It's just even you've got one in the bank. It's kind of like, right, I've got that. You, 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 you know, know you're doing, doing, you know you're doing wrong doing it when you're pressing the button. I'm thinking yeah, well, yeah, I'm, a no, little I'm, bit. I'm doing wrong. <laughs> this is really, this is not. I feel a bit guilty, but you know, just, <laughs> but that lasts for about two seconds. But I do yes. for two seconds. I do feel a little bit guilty. But let's have a look at the Australian Open now. Obviously, we're through to the quarterfinal stages, and it's quite. A, it's it's very very competitive at the moment. But these are the markets. These are the prices. Uh, Arena Sabalinka is the favourite, plus 225. Obviously, your pick uh, for the tournament in Adelaide last week. Oh, we've got the match odds up at the moment. Um, what for the quarter finals? I put, I put, right. I, I put no the... Um, what have I done here? So let me just put the... Uh, we can look at the quarterfinals first, if you want. That, that should be that should be the the match. Is that the, is that the match? Is that the winner? Uh, all right. What, what are you seeing now? I'm not seeing anything. Oh, I don't right know what it is. Anyway, we'll just talk about. Let's have a talk about the, uh, the the outright market as it is. Okay. Right. So you've got the you you take the market away. Um, if you Ariana Sabalenka is the favourite. Um, obviously she's in form. She won Adelaide. But when it gets to these little quarterfinals, she's 
not to be trusted, is she? What do you if you no. we'll go through the card then? Tell me what you think of the uh, of the chances yeah. of these players. Two twenty five Sabalenka, not a price I would want to go near. As we've discussed, she you know she gets to this sort of stage. Oh, that's the French Open. Um, but going, yeah, she gets to this stage. We'll get there. We'll get there. She gets to this sort of stage and then it all starts to go a bit wrong. I mean, she's reached semifinals and, you know, she could get through her quarterfinal against Donna Vekic on paper. You'd think that's that's winnable for her. But as as we say, and we'll look in, at that match in more detail a bit later on. But um, here we go. Sabalenka, 225. Pegula, 335. My pick at the start of the tournament, I'm not so sure now. She, not that she's done anything wrong, but the woman below her in the odds, as we've mentioned, Elena, Elena Rybakina, plus 350, was just really good against Fiontek and looks a proper player. I mean, and she she proved, you know, the Wimbledon win was no fluke. She proved her win over Fiontek in the, I think it was World Tennis League um, in December exhibition granted and but she won pretty comfortably and did it again uh, a couple of nights back um at the others i mean you were looking at you know, double figure odds for the others Pliskova at ten dollars Pliskova, you'd think who's who's whose form has come from nowhere this 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 fortnight i mean she i think we discussed her earlier in 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 the series and I thought she was a player on the decline. She'd done absolutely nothing since uh, losing in the quarterfinals of the US to Sabalenka. But um, she's getting her game back together. The serve was working well against Zhang Shui and 12 aces, 33 winners in that in that, in that that match. And uh, she's in the quarterfinals again. So with Pliskova and Sabalenka, they're two players who I've looked at now for some time and thought their chances at slams have gone. Um, but you never know. Uh, and with Pliskova, who, as I said, looked like her best days might be behind her. Maybe she's not feeling that pressure anymore and she's just hitting. She can just she can just play freely. Donna Vekic at 1,200, a good player, bedeviled by injuries, as mentioned, playing pretty well. Sabalenka will be a step up, although she does have a winning record against Sabalenka, which we'll discuss Ostapenko, a Grand Slam winner, let's not forget. Uh, she's at $14. Um, and then we've got Magna Lynette, the outsider, at $20, who, who's had a great fortnight. I mean, she's 30 years old, and this is her first Grand Slam quarterfinal. Mentioned she beat Contivate. She beat Garcia. And, you know, Garcia went into a three-love lead, looked like she was cruising. But Lynette, she's just very solid. You know, she doesn't have any standout shots. She's a good mover. That would be her major plus point. But, you know, she, she doesn't hit that many winners, but she's solid, you know, and she, you know, she gets the ball back. And Garcia, in fairness to her, you know, she just dropped her level a bit. And against someone like Lynette, who's just stays at that level that, you know, solid, gets the ball back, will make the odd winner. But, you know, she'll make you, you know, have to play well. And Garcia just wasn't quite up to it. And, I know Garcia was your pick and, and I felt, yeah. you know, she had it. She had a great chance. You know, it all worked out. Her part of the draw was the easiest, but but Magda Nillinette, um pulled off the upset. Mm. Probably a little bit of complacency from Garcia's point of view. And obviously the, in the round before she struggled as well, she didn't have it all easy against Sigmund. She lost That's the right. set six, six, one, I think. It was a very, yeah. very one-sided first set. So the warning signs were there. 
Um, for me, I think Ruby Keane is definitely the, the, the players who you want to be on at this moment in time. But we've got a lovely position with Jess Pegula, probably the informed women's player in the world currently. Uh, so she's second favourite. And we've, we've got her, what, 10 to 1? Is it 10 to 1 or 9 to 1 at the start? Nines, of the yeah, $9. I mean, look, if, if you had to put a bet on now, and each way, it's still each way available, a third of the odds. If I had to put a bet on now, I'd probably back, back Pliskova because I think she'll beat Lynette in the quarterfinals. And then in the semis, you know, it's going to be tricky. It'll be Sabalenka or Vekic. But, you know, I've got a feeling it might be Vekic. But uh, the odds on Pliskova to reach the final at $10 probably works out an each way bet but i don't have to place a bet so i wouldn't but you know if you were if you really really wanted to put a bet on the outright maybe plishka for each way would be the way to go that's not an official bet from us our official players it's will not, come on not. later on the show we've got pegula as our official player she's the only person yeah. remaining for us on the men's and the women's draw so it's a double cheer here at game bet match for pegula <laughs> and for the american hopes as well leading the american hopes american having a brilliant tournament in the men's as well these are the matches on the quarterfinals and these are the bet matches so rubikina is minus two dollars against ostapenka plus 165 just pegula very heavy favorite minus 250 against victoria azarenka plus 205 so Malenka minus 375. Vecic is uh, plus 295. Pliskova minus 167. And Lynette, it's plus 140. Um, I, want some, I, want, I wouldn't mind getting a price on a... Uh, someone's in turn and beginning with A, winning it. Rubikina, Pekula, <laughs> Sabalenka, Pliskova, Azarenka. Um, there'd be quite a lot of them, I think. They've got a good chance there. But four relatively strong favourites there, wasn't there, Emily, in terms of the betting. Um, just break us down the games, what you think, uh, Rory, go through the games and tell us what you, what angles you have on these matches. Yeah, we'll start at the top. Um, first match, Ribikina against Ostapenko. And as we've discussed, you know, Ribikina, I think she's the one to, I think she's the one to beat now. Um, Ostapenko surprised Coco Goff in round four. I mean, We've discussed her before as well. She's She is capable of beating anyone on her day. She's won a slam nearly six years ago. Um, interestingly, she's won both previous meetings with Rubikina, um in straight sets. But, you know, the Kazakh player, she has improved a great deal since then. And I actually thought Rubikina would be a little bit shorter based on what we've seen so far um, could you could you back Ostapenko at that price? You probably could, but it's Depends. Ostapenko. She's she might to... just not turn up. I should actually mention ahead of these first two, you know, I've had a look at the weather forecast for these first two quarterfinals. We are due a bit of rain, a fair bit of rain um, in the afternoon and the evening. So I suspect both of these matches, or at least some of both of these matches, will have to be played under the roof. Now, that is something that I think would play into Ribikina's hands, uh, speed things up a bit. Uh, I'm not sure Peg Euler or Azarenka would mind, particularly indoors or not. But um, Ribikina, if, if the rain does come, um, which I think it's going to, due to come about, you know, as their match starts or just after their match starts, if it does, um, I think that will definitely help her. So, as I say, I think I thought Ribikina would be shorter. It's, there's no real angle I'm that interested in. Um, I guess if you really wanted to bet Ribikina in straight sets would be my pick, but I don't think you'll get much of a price for it. Um, still odds on. So a, a match I'm, I'm happy to leave from a betting perspective. 
Yeah, if you want to bet 2 0, 2 0 is actually odds against. It's plus 1 1 12 for Bet Rivers. Okay. Uh, so that might be appealed to some. You get a little bit better, better price on the Rubikin at Shichiman minus $2 to win. The total games is pitched at 21 and a half. And if you want to play on the handicap, it's a three and a half game spread with Ostapenka minus 113 and Rubikin at minus 108. Pick it there, minus 250 against Azarenka. Probably the, the, the veteran in the tournament left in the tournament, isn't she? Uh, total games there is pitched at 20 and a half, and the handicap again is a three and a half. So, very similar prices to the first game, Rubikina. What are your thoughts on Jess Pegulia against Victoria Azarenka? She won't be very happy because the Buffalo Bills got knocked out of the uh, that's uh, the right. So, that's not she's not going to be a happy young lady. So, the, the Pegula <laughs> family will be pinning all their hopes on her to win the Australian Open. They were obviously, obviously the favourites to win the Super Bowl, weren't they? They were, they were going really well, but. Obviously, playoff football and uh, it all falls apart. But Pegula, she's been very impressive so far. You know, she's reached her third Australian Open quarter final. Azarenka's the only, I think I'm right in saying, yeah, she is the only previous winner, two-time champion in Melbourne, uh, left in the draw. They know plenty about each other. They're regular practice partners. But uh, Azarenka, last two matches, she's had to work pretty hard. I mean, she beat Zhu Lin in the last 16 um, I think it was 6-4 in the third, that one. And she came back from a set down to beat Madison Keys in the round before that. Um, I think Pegula will be too strong here. Um, we all know what a fighter Azarenka is, though. So, yeah, it's... I, I think the odds are about right. Two to two, two apiece in the head-to-head. Pegula won their last meeting in Guadalajara last October. I can't really find an angle for a bet here. I, I like Pegula. Obviously, we're on her outright. Happy to stick with that. A match match to enjoy rather than bet on for me. You know, I think sometimes when you've got that added pressure of of someone in the tournament, you're best just to leave it as it is. You, you're the big cheer is Pegula yeah. to win it for us. So we don't really want to be betting on that game. We want her to win. We don't want to... Unless there's a hedging or a, or a position where we thought there was value to hedge. But on this particular stage, we don't. Just Pegula... Just two games away now, matches away now for making the final. And then we might talk, look at hedging if she's up against yes. a, a dangerous opposition. Uh, Sabalenka, obviously, always been the bridesmaid, never the bride in the majors. Always brilliant outside the majors. And she's uh, heaviest favourite on the card, minus 375 against Donna Vekic at plus 295. The handicap here is four and a half. And the totals are, again, pitched at 20 and a half with the over minus 108. Um one thing I would say, however brilliant I think Sabalenka is, how many winners she is, I would never bet her at minus four dollars in, in a Grand Slam quarterfinal or Grand Slam. Yeah, you'd be right she's, not to. He's one you, person you, you who will that. let you down, right? If you if you <laughs> invested in her at these kind of lines, as your wallet will tell you. Yeah, um, I do want to get involved in this one. Um, Sabalenka, she won Adelaide one um, without dropping a set when we backed her, and she's on course to do the same here. Um, Good match against Belinda Bencic um, in the last round. She took a while to get going, but when she did, there was there was only one winner. I mean, she hit some incredible winners, a, a really good performance. Vekic, as I mentioned, miserable couple of years, blighted by injury. Said I backed her for Wimbledon last year. She's got a big serve. She volleys well. So I said, if you're looking at futures bet, Wimbledon definitely for her. Last October... She produced her best showing for some time. I think she won on indoors the year before. Uh, I can't remember exactly where it was, but she beat Clara Towson in the final. Um, 
big serve. Towson wasn't fit in the final though. I think the second set she'd she'd done something and she she wasn't moving very well. But last October she beat Sabalenka in the quarterfinals in San Diego and then defeated Danielle Collins and she made the final but lost to Sviontek. Um, so, you know, she's won the last meeting. The head-to-head record, it's not something I usually take that much interest in, but this is interesting. Sabalenka's won just once in six previous meetings. Now, doesn't tell the whole story. The first three meetings were when Vekic was kind of up there and it was before Sabalenka made her her move into the sort of top 20 and beyond. Um, but their last two meetings Vekic has won, which was at San Diego, as mentioned, um, and in the Tokyo Olympics, she won in a third set tie break. I think there's pressure on Sabalenka, as we've discussed so many times, you know, she just hasn't been able to do it at Slam when it really counts. This is a match she'll be expected to win. You only have to look at the odds to know that, you know, she's, she'll be expected to win this. Um, also, you know, the head-to-head is one thing. Vekic is the first player she's going to meet in this tournament that has the weight of shot to trouble her. In San Diego, she really went after Sabalenka's second serve. She's got a really good drop shot as well. But, you know, Sabalenka, she's not had to face a big hitter. Um, Vekic can trade with her. I mean, you know, Sabalenka will hit winners. There's no doubt about that. But Vekic will hit winners too. At the prices, I'm very keen on Vekic. And I'm, I'm going to have two bets here. One is plus one and a half sets on the handicap. So we just need Vekic to win a set. And that's plus 106. And I'm going to back her to win the match at uh, plus 295. I think for all the reasons we've discussed, especially Sabalenka, business end of slams, I think Vekic is a, is a is a knocking great bet here. Yeah, I mean she's she's a proven player, isn't she? I mean she like you say she has years and years of injuries, and you know you not you are not going to get rich, and you you're not, uh, betting oh, Sabalenka at minus four dollars to win these no. games. Uh, in the other market, Sabalenka is a four and a half game favorite. I mean, you might want to look at Vekic on, on that. She's plus one twelve, plus four and a half games, and the totals. If you know it goes, it goes long. You know, nervy, which we probably would expect. The totals are pitched at twenty and a half again, very low for a quarterfinal match. And the unders is favourite minus one thirteen over one oh eight. And if you want to look at Rory's odds and suggestion for Vekic for Wimbledon, it should be around about one hundred to one mark. So uh, maybe interested in that. Uh, the final game, Pliskova. Against Lynette, uh, Pistola minus 167. Lynette is plus 140. The spread is two and a half here. So this is considered the closest match of all four of the quarterfinals. And the totals is one higher uh, of the two games we just spoke about at 21 and a half with over the marginal favourite at minus 122. Uh, Pliskova minus 167. Again, not a price that I'd be rushing to bet. No, but... (laughs) I just I think with Lynette, as mentioned, she's a really solid player. She can hold her own against most types of player, but against someone like Pliskova, who's hitting the ball so <clears throat> well, she's serving really well again. Um, you know, I, I just I, I can see this being fairly one-sided in Pliskova's favour. Um, I don't think. There's too much pressure on her. She's been to she's been to Grand Slam finals. Uh, I think, I think the way she's playing, I think I think she'll win this fairly comfortably. And I've I, I've gone for Pliskova in straight sets, 
uh, to win this. Lynette's never reached a Grand Slam quarterfinal before, which, you know, for someone at 30 years old is quite astonishing, really. I mean, Tatiana Maria did it last year at Wimbledon. She reached the semis. But I just don't think she has the tools. I mean, Pliskova against Zhang Shui in the last round. I said she hit 12 aces. She hit 33 winners. And and the Chinese is, is a bit like Lynette in that she does a lot of good things. She does a lot of things quite well. But she doesn't really have an outstanding shot. She doesn't have a big forehand or a massive backhand or, or a big serve. And especially with the courts playing as, as fast as they are, I, I I can see Pliskova just, just hitting her off the court here. So straight sets. I looked earlier, it was plus one, three, five. It might have changed now because I think Pliskova shortened up. Um, but it will be around plus 130, plus 135. I think Pliskova in straight sets is the bet here. I think when you look at and break the game down, your and your analysis is absolutely spot on because she is at the leagues above Lynette, really, when you think about the two players. And what, 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 there's no real nothing that the Lynette, the Lynette, the Lynette, sorry the Lynette game can hurt her. I mean, Pliskova no, can deal exactly. with all her weapons. The problem you're betting on is you're betting that of you Pliskova can have a wobble and just have a mental breakdown herself. Then that, that you're betting against her. And so if you look at all the form, yes, but the reason she's minus 165 instead of minus 335 is because she's Pliskova. And that's what yes, she does. Absolutely. Yeah, so really you're taking you're taking this bet on the hope that she doesn't have an off day. It's not that the fact that Lynette can play to her best ability, Pliskova will take care of her, but Pliskova herself has the breakdown, and that's the problem. Uh, but usually with Pliskova, she has she she gets into winning positions or when she runs into someone who's better than her. You know, she she's a bit yeah. of a flat trap bully, isn't she? Really? She she beats all the players around her, but when she runs into a top ten girl she doesn't even live uh, close to her so that's what just give us a recap of your um of your picks then uh in the women's quarterfinals for tonight and tomorrow so yeah um not not taking an interest in the first two but yeah Madonna Vekic plus one and a half sets on the handicap at plus 106 and Vekic to beat Sabalenka at plus 295 and in the last of the four quarterfinals We'll go for Carolina Pliskova to beat Magda Lynette in straight sets. And I believe it's plus, when I looked last, it was plus 135. It might well have changed. Yeah, plus 135. There's there's about 50 different markets available on the Bet Rivers <laughs> website and all these different games. So the prices move constantly. You know, you might be watching this late, but they're the, they're the rough guys. Uh, they're the prices as we were recording this, which is obviously early in the hours of the morning. In the US, um, you wanted to talk about the French Open, Rory. Obviously, we talk about the Australian Open, but the, for the most pro punters and people have always got an eye on what is going here for the next major. It happens all every single year, and you can find some tremendous value. Uh, we've got a graphic here, if I can get it up. It's just going to show you the uh, the leading contenders of this year's uh, French Open. Obviously, we're at, we're a few months away now in May, in end of May over in Paris. Igor Svantec is very heavy favourite, minus one twenty five. You probably can't doubt that she's the girl to beat, but minus 125, you know, the way that she seems to be quite fragile in her approach here, but on clay, she's going to be very hard to beat. Caroline Garcia, 1,400. The way that she played yesterday in front of the home expectant crowd, uh, that's a definite fade for me. Onjabur doesn't hasn't looked the same this season as she was last year. She's 1,400. Coco Goff, always very short. I think she will do well under slower conditions, but, you know, the, the loss she's had here, it's raised serious question marks about her credentials. Badosa injured currently. Zabalenka, not really. She's probably too slow. Kretchikova, obviously, she's going to be a threat, former champion here. Zachary, very average this tournament. Rabikina, not really a player that you want to be betting on the slow courts. 
And Bencic never can trust her. So I've pretty much ruled out everyone. <laughs> Everyone on the <laughs> list there. No. So, uh, but you got some value further down. A couple of places. I, I think do. It's a huge I mean, matches that we we think we should strike now. We've got to strike now. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I mean, when when the time comes, when the draw comes out, the tactic is going to be find someone in the bottom half. Shvontek's going to be number one seed. She's almost certainly going to win it. So find an each way bet from the bottom half of the draw. That's 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 the strategy. But there are a couple of pit players at massive prices that I, I just cannot ignore at this point. So um, at the Australian Open, Leila Fernandez came up just short against Caroline Garcia. It was a good match, really good match. Mm. Um, I've seen enough to suggest that she's back to something like the form that got her to the final of the US 2021. And she reached the quarterfinals of the French last year. Um, she's available at $150, which is to me, is a massive price. She should be half that. Um, actually, the same price is uh, someone we've already talked about, Yelena Ostapenko, who, who won the French in 2017. I mean, that's a massive price as well. But for the reasons that we have discussed, I wouldn't be backing Ostapenko. Just on principle, I won't be doing it. I found an even bigger price as well. Um, the woman who beat Leila Fernandez in the French last year was is, is Martina Trevisan, the Italian. Uh, she went out in the se semis, She's not been playing well of late. I mean, but she's a clay court specialist. She went out in round one in, in Melbourne, in the Australian Open. Says she reached the semifinals last year. She's available at $350. Now, Sfiontek apart, there are no really outstanding clay court players. You know, we, we looked at the odds. What was it? 14. None of every single one of those players there, apart from Sfiontek, on that graphic is a fade. Not yeah. one of those players would I bet with anyone's money. So there has to be value outside lower down. And you've just picked three there that look tremendous value. Yeah, I think Travis San, I mean, you know, I think, as you mentioned, Goff and Krajikova would be the two main challenges, perhaps. I, I, I prefer the look of Krajikova. As mentioned, Goff's record against top 10 players is pretty ordinary. Uh, I always seem to harp on about that, but it's something she needs to improve. Uh, Krajikova ran into Pegula in the Australian Open. But yeah, there's some there's some real value outside outside the market leaders. And I, for me, Leila Fernandez and Martina Trevisan are, are the two that really just you look at that and just think, yeah, you know, and I, I and I take those, you know, we, we mentioned earlier with like you with um Corder for I think the US Open, Seb Corder, you know, it's nice to have a position early that, you know, and, and it's not going to be you know, they'll turn up to the tournament and they'll probably be half the price or a third of the price. So it's nice to have that position. And then, you know, once you once you get the draw or certain other things happen, then you can you can have other bets. But but right now I thought those two prices were just too big to ignore. Also thing with Fernandez, she's gonna be seeded and she's gonna be seeded a lot higher than what she is now. I thought, you know, but unless he gets injured, which is always a concern. But she's gonna be seeded and she just ran into it. She played a brilliant game. It was just very, very close between him and her and Garcia. I watched the match. It, yeah. was, it was a real high-level match. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 love, I love that bet because there is, you know, we've had big, big shot winners of, of the French Open as well in the women's draw over the years. A lot of Italian big price winners as well. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, apart from Schwantek. And you also got the, the, the thing Schwantek could get injured. Exactly. Exactly. Or, you know, we've seen Rafael Nadal have an injury. We've seen Djokovic play this tournament. He's played his tournament one leg and he's still minus money favourite to win it. But, <laughs> you know, Schwantek could get an injury. So then it brings in the Q. And then, then it's anybody's competition. But it, the, the depth and the clay court depth, there isn't 
many people who can challenge her. And if you get her in the right section of draw, you'd be on a lovely price. I like those two, those three picks there. Okay, Rory, you've given us uh, the, the two bets for this evening. Uh, I wish you luck. I mean, if you ever if you followed Rory since he started here on the in the Bet Rivers Network. Since the beginning of the year, I mean, he's had some bad beats. Bad beat Giovanni, <laughs> we have to call him now. Bad beat Giovanni. Unbelievable. So many three setters, so many tight players, serving for the for, uh, matches and not getting over the line. But it's all going to come good soon. So don't give up just yet. But uh, And we've got Jess Pegler. Jess Pegler is going to win it. We're going to be back on track. Rory, <laughs> yeah, let's in, hope so. Don't wrap, don't be too cold over there in, in Spain. Keep going to keep yourself nice and warm. You can swap places with me. I can't feel my toes at the moment, but there you go. Um, have, have a great one. Uh, thank you very you much too, for, everyone for watching. Please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is the Bet Rivers Network. You can obviously follow us on our Twitter page, which is at Because We Win, which is we share all the content of all the shows we do here, along with all the other fantastic handicappers we have on the Bet Rivers Network. And obviously, please give us a rate and review and download us on your preferred podcast provider uh rory take care all the best uh hopefully we can get cash from winners tonight and get on the onwards upward spiral and we're going to make it make all that money back with jess pegan at winning the 2023 australian open i'll be back tomorrow with sean calvert looking at the men's draw and i'll be back on wednesday with james blake to look at the big news on the tennis and rory will join me again next monday take care everyone all the best Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.